Hello there, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the DayZ podcast. I want to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube supporters for all of their support. It is really much appreciated. I want to thank Malinar, Ken Brown, Tank Dazza, Shane Murphy, Big Dog, Florida AF, and Eric Johnson for our Patreon supporters. Much, much appreciated and much love to you all. And I also want to give a special thank you to our YouTube members, Jake Zero Cool, OG Bricktop, T Dog, Stud Muffin, Hannah Epps, Zenith777, You My Size, Andrew Boyd, Michael. Darkwing Tate, Daisy Hub, Marson P2, Matt Z, Raymond Normoyle, King Alabar, and Kenny Baker. You are all absolutely fantastic. You are absolute legends. Thank you so much for for providing for the show and supporting us in all of our episodes. We really do appreciate it, and we can't wait to see you on the next show, the Daisy Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, that lad. Back again for the episode 105 of the Daisy Podcast. I'm joined again today by my good friends Dump and Lemons. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad, man. I'm doing pretty well. Not too bad. Very nice, very nice. Have you fixed your microphone yet, Lemons? <laughs> yes, we've made a uh, we've made a lot of strides here. <laughs> nice, very, very nice. Do we get to see your pretty face? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I gotta hold off for episode 110. A big oh, uh, or one eleven, the, the three ones, you know. <laughs> oh, all make right. It special. <laughs> all right, you heard you heard it here, folks. Episode one eleven, we'll get to see this boy's face. Mwah, brilliant. But yes, it has been a very interesting week, both on the Daisy side and the Armour side. If you caught our earlier stream on Tuesday, you'll know that it was a really awesome time. Really, really cool. Uh, been a lot of interesting things about that, but. We will be talking about that most likely later on. Hello, everybody. I really do appreciate you coming along. I really, really do. It's great to get back in for this Friday. And you're all beautiful. All beautiful. So, 118. Quite surprising, considering it's been a month since 117 hit stable. What do you guys think about that? I think it's amazing. I was, I was I mean, impressed. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things that impresses me, and I, I know that this isn't directly correlated to its content, folks, a month after we had an update, we're getting another update. And they're both major updates. Yes. I it's mean, they, cool. they weren't lying, though. Cool. They, they did say, they did say with 1.17 that they were already hard at work on the next update, so they, they weren't lying. <laughs> they really, the really bloody one. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's very true. <clears throat> so, but, I mean, it's just exciting because... How long did we have to wait between updates in the past? Like, I know, I know they've Lots. been ramping stuff up, but like, usually there was like only like four updates in a year, and we've already that, had what yeah. five. Yeah. Well, that well, that's it. It was it's absolutely crazy, and I, I've been trying to keep track of like you know from experimental to stable, and it was like what the first one was announced in uh, well, one seventeen experiment was announced in march and then it came out in april which is you know which is fair about a month for experimental before it hit us you know great fantastic um and then the tweet came out what was it monday or tuesday something like that maybe wednesday mm -hmm. some one of those days and it was like right okay so we're getting noob tubes and you know a lot of people like myself it, it really did skill speed it really did want to upstage reforger did it work i don't know we'll yeah. get to that but i was when I heard the sound, it was like, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people was like, oh, the Underslung Grenade Launchers, but I was not expecting what we got. And I was not expecting the the pox shells. 
pistachios. I don't think a lot of people were. <laughs> no, I, I was honestly expecting, yes, would get HE, would get smoke, but I was honestly expecting tear gas, not goddamn pox. <laughs> like, that's fantastic. I mean, I've, I've, I've tried to, like, mess around with it in the offline, but it didn't work too well because it's offline, so. But, Lemons, you, you've, you've tried it out, haven't you? Yes, yes, I had a lot Sorry. of fun. A lot of fun working with that stuff. Um, I managed to get working with the editor mm -hmm. on 1.18. So we had a bit of we had a bit of trouble at first, but then I realized that you have to go into the item and, and enable its. I think it's its simulation and right. the uh, damage probably, for it. Yeah, that's probably why I couldn't get yeah. it to bloody work. <laughs> mm -hmm. So once we did that, everything started working smoothly. But I've got to say, this was crazy. I, I was picking this stuff apart for hours, getting mm -hmm. making sure I did every scenario, every situation, and it was awesome. I've got to nice. say, it was awesome, and I think a lot of console people are going to really love this stuff, because we've seen stuff like this come up before with the expansion, the expansion on PC, but console has never had any sort of explosive projectile weaponry, anything like that. So I think that having them have the chance to dip their toe into a feature like this is going to mm -hmm. make them all very happy. Oh, and It's gorgeous. going to make a lot... Oh yeah, and it's gonna make a lot of new server ideas. Like, just imagine like Pox dodgeball on console. <laughs> like that would just be. Oh, it's gosh. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> that would be stupid. That would be class. That would be funny. That would but be like, awesome. But on the modding side for for stuff like this, dump. What what do you think? Because having having a new weapon like this, I mean, I know I'm kind of like the weapons guy, but there's got to be some really interesting stuff. That's really. Tickles your I mean, interest. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting things that tickle my interest. Um, we finally got physics for <laughs> handling explosive projectile things. Now, we've had this in the past with bullets, but mm. the way they're handling explosions and stuff, from what I can tell in 1.18, it's not the same as, bullet explosion, um, as um, bullets creating explosions as we saw mm -hmm. before in the previous patches which is what's really cool. So what I'm talking about, folks, is they gave us um, new coded physics for us to be able to experiment with and create some more unique, interesting experiences. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really interesting. Um, from other modding pr perspectives, having new animations, which, by the way, that uh, reloading animation for the grenade launcher mm -hmm. is awesome because it also means that there are plenty of other ideas uh, out there for people to do. I'm no, uh, I'm no weapon modder, so Lad probably can talk more about this. But um, I can actually picture some fun things to do with uh, with those reloading animations without actually using a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, it's it's all really, really good. But as a lot of people in chat have already said, base building. I am very, very surprised they haven't announced any kind of buff or config or anything like simple for server owners to to make it better like yeah all you got all these explosions like explosive types and improvised explosives and whatnot and you got the new grenade launcher fantastic brilliant content you know that that's the great part of it content gives uh, use to some items which never get used but bases <laughs> they need a little bit of love now as I have Daisy a little bit Hub. of opinion on that. Oh boy, go for it. Uh, 
it has been a long subject uh, for quite a few updates now. A lot of probably remember this. There was a Reddit post about no base servers. And I think Daisy's paying attention to those kind of people, as well as the majority of streamers and stuff don't like bases. And they're giving more ways to rate. Uh, the thing is, is shooting someone's... It takes like, what, five uh, grenades yeah. to go through one five, wooden wall, right? Yes. Um, the entire which thing, means yeah. that the wall, if built right behind it, might take three. But one the, one thing I think folks are uh, failing to realize is that experimental servers usually have a lot of things buffed up so you can play with them. I don't think this is how it's going to be an official where you're going to be finding this stuff in abundance. Mm -hmm. um, no, not at all. Yeah. And with that logic in mind, it takes about like, I think, was it? 11 grenades to go through one wall. So if you really think about it, if these things are going to be more rare than grenades, it's going to be harder to farm them. But the, what I'm trying to say is the majority of people don't like base building. And because of that, I think BI is trying to get base building and base rating more of a purpose than just, uh, you know, watching people hole up in a base with eight wall depths, mm -hmm. right? They're going like, hey, now we're giving you reasons to raid those people and raid easily. Um, yes. Again, I've always been a person that's been a big benefactor of base building and rating is a scales of balance. Yes, if absolutely. You as a server owner can't uh, balance those scales, then you need to readjust how you do things. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do believe that next update we might get some base building love. I, I think we should. I'd, I mean, I mean, Marx at the start of the year, I believe it was. You know, he made a video. Um, about base building got a lot of traction the daisy devs actually responded like yes we're going to be focusing on base building this could be in my opinion like the very first steps towards that however yeah. i do feel like they've gone about it a little bit the wrong way in in my opinion i think they should have done these kind of additions to you know what you know what we've got now brilliant but they should have announced some, something to do with base building itself because if they leave it alone it might cause issues. Just speaking of vanilla wise, um, yeah. But yeah, now, community so wise on console though, I would oh, like yeah, to jump it's... in there. Yeah, I would like to it. jump in quickly. So, a majority—I'm going to say at least ninety percent of every community server on console now, since the last update, has begun using that build everywhere feature, where yes. you can disable the building parameters and all that stuff, so you can just place anything everywhere you want. And the issue with that is people have now started to exploit that and place walls inside of walls. And they'll have, like, walls that are made of nine different walls. Uh -huh. So they're very thick, and you're, it's pretty much impossible to raid those. So I think in that instance, not talking about official, having those grenade launchers is going to help a lot with those bases. Because I know a lot of people, if you guys are playing on console, you know the difficulties of having to raid some bases. Because they are like Fort Knox. Like you'll have, there's I've seen some base before. It's eight to ten walls thick, and they're all inside each other. Oh yes, you know. So yeah. it and provides that's... a good counter for that. It provides uh -huh. a good counter for that. Well, th well, that's it. I mean, when you take when you put that into consideration, yes, it's like, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting the way that um, they've gone about it. But I, I do think that you know if people talk about it, especially on the feedback tracker, or if people express concerns on the on the public platforms, like you know we've got this stuff cool, but what is going to happen with base building? Is there going to be any boss down the line? I'd imagine they'd get feedback about how the stuff functions now, 
and then mm-hmm. based on that they'll go on and do the changes to the base building i'm not too sure obviously i don't fucking work there so we'll just have to wait and see but i do want to yeah. talk about um the actual post now i've not read this yet the 118 experimental release page um i've honestly i completely missed this <laughs> i completely missed it um so we're going to be going through just a little bit probably is not the full thing this is quite a lot Greetings, survivors. A month has passed since we released update 117. Wow, I didn't know that. So those of you who read the corresponding article we published know what that we've been... I can't read. (laughs) Right, let's start again. Those of you who read the corresponding article we published know that we've already been hard at work on the next update. Well, we're excited to announce that the experimental build of update 118 is now live on Steam and Xbox. We've got a lot of new tools to discuss this time around, so let's get to it. First off, there are plenty of new explosives to be found and made. There's the Claymore, which is... Ah, it looks really nice, but it's not as strong as the other stuff. A directional mine found in high-tier military areas, which can be detonated remotely. I am actually quite interested in how they've got the angle, so I will be looking into that in the near future. Next, we have a powerful plastic explosive that can be found in industrial areas and combined with a new remote detonation unit, which is really cool, which is meant to be detonated from a safe distance. Finally, all you crafty survivors out there can also create an improvised explosive device from a protector case. This device accepts a variety of explosives found in the game and can be activated with a remote detonation unit, alarm clock or kitchen timer, which is great because we've been wondering what the hell's the point in the alarm clocks and the kitchen timer. <laughs> But yes, it's, um, so speaking of explosive things, we've also added a grenade launcher. We chose to go with the legendary M79, which Dump, you said is actually from Reforger. Isn't that right? Uh, yes. Yes. So they've backported another weapon, which is still great because it looks, it looks really nice. Although I feel like it's a little bit too glossy on the stock, but that's my opinion. Um, <clears throat> because we feel this one fits with our gameplay the best, unlike the underslung grenade launchers for existing assault vi- rifles, which we deem too powerful. Which is a... It's really strange. It's really, really strange. King Juan, uh, I no idea. <laughs> Someone under the map... I mean, is that a console talk? problem? It's most likely console problem. I never hear about it on PC, so... What about you, uh, Lemons? Do you hear about that? Which one? About the people swimming under the map? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a desync issue on console. Um, right. It's not on. A, it's really it's hard to reproduce it, and it's sometimes it can be very easy, but it depends on the platform you're on. Because it's right. actually it it's it's more easier, I think, on the older gen consoles. Okay. But there is a way right now on console for players to get under the map, and just through desync, and then once they log in they will spawn in wherever they swam to. So you could technically phase anywhere, which includes people's bases. Oh. So you could swim under the map and try and position yourself where you're right under the base. And the second you log back in, you're, you'll be up on the ground. Right. So, yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. It'll kind of track your position where you're on the world and then it'll just shoot you straight back where you should yeah. be on that level. Snap to ground. Yeah, that yes. is fucked. And it's I've, become I've... a big issue recently. It's become mm. very well known. Because it used to be a small thing and only a few server owners knew about it. Right. But recently, it's been exploited a lot. There's a lot of videos showing how to do yeah. it. So That's I fun. think now more than ever, it should be mm. 
um, tackled by the development team because a lot of people have been crying out for it. A lot of yeah, people have been crying mean, out for a fix for that. Yeah, no, that's it's no wonder. that That is fucked. Oh, what, yeah, it sounds bad. Why the fuck are they not... I mean, I know it's a desync issue and it probably is related to, like, you know, the older hardware, but still, they should have come up with a solution on that because there's people, well, a couple of people in chat said, oh, you can do it on PC. It's like... It well, should, let's get down it shouldn't brass be... Text. Yeah. The more people that yep. report it, the more people that uh, support the feedback tracker ticket and stuff, the more attention yeah. it's it's going to get. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean that's I mean, chat right here. Mm. He said in the uh, chat that he's told uh, Bohemia ten times that it needs to kill you if you log out in water, and I think that could be a good way to mitigate the issue. So if if a player logs out in water, it would be the same if they log out while they're unconscious. Agree. Where they would just die instantly. What do you think about that, lad? Yeah. I think that should do. I think they should do that. I think they absolutely yeah, should because that be bad. it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that you can log out on water. I mean, water swimming in water is risky enough, but it'll be a good solution to to try and mitigate that. You know, you you try and yeah, sure you 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 swim under the map. You you log out. Well, that's it. You fucked. I mean, I'm not too sure yeah. if anybody can confirm. Um. If anybody can confirm if, um, I was gonna say shit. I'm reading chat while I'm talking. If anybody <laughs> can confirm if when you swim under the water, can you get back on land without logging in? That'll be interesting. But back on topic. I don't you can. Right. Yeah. Okay. But back on topic. It's quite an interesting thing. I do want to talk about that some other time. Thanks for making me aware of that because I wasn't aware as it, it was as bad as it is. Um, so thanks, Lemons, for clarifying that. So much appreciated, guys. Thank you. Um, right. Okay, you must relog. Right. Okay, well, be I get on that. Get him water, you die. <laughs> you step in it, you die. <laughs> no, but. Right. So, yeah, so the, M the M79 also comes with a variety of 40mm grenades, which can be found in different places across the world. There are other firearm additions as well, but we'll leave it up to you to discover what they are. But you put them in the patch notes, we already know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Since many of these newly created items are considered very powerful combat and base rating tools, they will be difficult to acquire under the balanced economy we intend to provide. To allow for easier access during this experimental period, we've adjusted the spawning of these tools so they appear more frequently and in lower tier areas. That makes sense because it's like... Uh, King Juan, if you can calm it down with the caps, please, that'll be, you know, great. Thank you. We're aware of the situation. You know, you don't have to, you know, keep going on about it, but thank you. It is a big problem, but, you know, we've talked about it. We'll talk about it more in the future. I want to learn more about it. I'm going to be doing some research, but thanks for, actually, you know, thank you for raising awareness about it, first off, so, um, but hopefully... They are stupid tiny, they are. Hopefully the, the um, economy for stable is going to be, obviously it's going to be pr the, the proper way on how they're going to do it. Because one of my friends the other night, they found an M79 grenade launcher in Zelenogorsk in the train station. So, you know, quite interesting, but it's probably from like yeah. the loot overflow that Daisy has. So, mm -hmm. um, and it's just making sure that people understand that too. Yes, it's just making absolutely. sure people understand that because a lot of people think this may be what it's going to be like when it releases. Oh, yes. So making course. sure people understand this is not at all what it's going to be like in the standalone stable release. 
Yes, this is absolutely. just so people have a chance to test them out and everyone gets a chance to have a try using the stuff. So well, well, that's it. I mean, that's that's the whole point of experimental, and it's good that the you know they're taking that on board and actually going through with it. Um, but yes, yeah, so we've this. I kind of want you to talk about a little bit more because you're more familiar with this kind of stuff. I guess you could say. We've also tweaked the sensitivity settings for console builds, especially the settings for the right controller stick. Camera and aiming sliders are now responsible for adjusting speed, while the new curvature sliders affect the sensitivity curve. The controller sensitivity settings are now also visible, even with when the mouse and keyboard mode is enabled. What the fuck does this mean? <laughs> okay, it, so I'm going to admit, when I first saw this, I was in the exact same position. I did not know what the hell they were talking about, but I did a bit of research, right. and I looked at other games that do something similar, and it's just to make things a bit easier for us because I know a lot of people, anyone in the chat right now that plays console, mm -hmm. will know that within the past few updates, they've made sensitivity a bit wonky. They've made sensitivity a bit wonky, and you've right. been forced to have to use a keyboard and mouse if you want to have a good sensitivity. Right. I, I, so, I, do, I do think, I, I do recall people on Twitter. Um, complaining about the sensitivity on console I, I do recall that so i assume this is to address that which is great um yes well i, I did add more functionality as well yeah, right, oh yeah no okay. worries no worries but they're trying to add more functionality because a lot of people have different play styles and they play differently and because on console mm -hmm. daisy isn't just for hardcore players but it's more so adapted for a casual play style as well which you you could say the same for PC, but it's a bit less. There's a lot less casual gamers, in my opinion, that play on PC, and it's more so like a Xbox or Xbox and PlayStation because you have that home arcade type right. feeling. So there's a lot more casual players on there. Yes. So course. giving them the ability to better tailor the way they can play and tailor, tailor their play style will make it a lot better because I know a lot of people have very different views on how they want their sensitivity. So giving that in-depth ability to adjust that will be... Uh -huh amazing i know a lot of oh, people absolutely. who play console and play uh siege on console like rainbow six on console they will also preach i know it's a bit of a fly ball here but it's a they've also got a very good mechanic scheme for their controls and daisy has done something very similar to the approach they took mm -hmm. and it's in both cases i think it's going to be very beneficial because i know for one when i used to play siege back in the day when they added that update yeah. So many people, so many people had a lot better of an experience and it oh, will yeah. make PvP better on console as well. Well, that's it. I mean, that's the main that's thing. Is, as long as it's, it really does focus on improving the player experience because like, like, like what I said before, it really done it from what I can, what there, words, it's been a long day, guys. What I can imagine is that, you know, a lot of people in the last update, you know, there were some complaints, there were some issues, and definitely valid. So it's good that they took this step to address it, to create, you know, more systems for you, for it to be more personal to yourself. And that's what I'm all exactly. about, you know? I'm, and like, like yeah. you're really saying cool. as well here, he said it's either, it's crazy, either too fast or too slow. There's no in-between. Yes. So now that we have that chance, we'll be able to find the middle ground that each player wants. Because not everyone wants fast and slow is subjective to each player. So what's fast for some one person may be slow for another person. Well, that's it. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, so giving them that like... opportunity will make it a lot easier for people to set their own play style. Well, that's sense. it. It's, it's kind of like, you know, when people's got the wrong kind of like, uh, for example, 
custom you know custom houses like i've got and and dom has as well you know with weights you know it, it's it's all personal you know my mouse might feel heavy to dump but to me it's very light or vice versa i know it's a bit more a bit of a different kind of thing but the premise is similar so exactly so it's like we're weighting our joysticks pretty much yeah. we're weighting we're adding weights to our joysticks in a sense well yeah. that's it yeah i can see that so sorry if if it looks like i was just on my phone you're right I was just loading up the agenda on my phone so I don't have to constantly tack back and forwards. I need a third monitor. That's what I need. <laughs> but uh, so, and um, a couple of things as well. We're on the subject of controls. We've made major changes to the key binding menu. Fucking finally. Now we can split input actions into different groups to make the key binding clearer and to introduce a whole new category of input actions like gestures. This gives you the ability to bind any emotes to any key of your choice, removing the dependencies function key, i.e. hard-coded gestures. The active binding is also available in the gesture radial menu, which has received many changes and is now less cluttered and easier to navigate. I will say, like, the UI for the options menu and the radial dial, it's just it's so way much nicer. It is so much goddamn nicer. And I've been... And, uh... I haven't been going on about it constantly for years, but something I always wanted um, is that I could use my, you know, the gestures on any key, you know? And it's great that so they're the finally doing that. Stuff. Then again, I don't yeah. know, you know, the, you know, any other kind of emotes that I use apart from saying hello, put me hands up in F11, you know? But the option's yeah. there, which is great, which is something yeah. that's really awesome. I also love this because um, as people who play on pc know a lot of mods actually add their own categories and yeah. it's cool to see daisy doing the same thing not necessarily getting inspiration from them but kind of going hey this actually looks like a better system um and uh i think it will be cool because it'll make a lot more sense to uh people um my only suggestion is daisy would it be cool for you guys to make subcategories for these controls Subcategories, what do you mean? Uh, so, like, when you click on, like, uh, you know, combat, right? Mm -hmm. There's, like, a subcategory beneath it. You can click on, like, vehicles or on foot kind of thing. Oh, right. Okay, so say, for example, where it's, like, you know... Actually, I don't have an example. <laughs> I, don't, I, I had one. I, I mean, it's something it I'll probably away. do. I probably do with modding, right? But yes. uh, like, you click on uh, building fortifications, and in there, there's a you know uh, peek through a peephole. Mm. Um, you know, like door actions yes. versus window actions, right? But either right. way, that was that was off subject. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. So uh, one thing I want to talk about is I'm really happy with the new key bindings and all that stuff on PC. Yes. But unfortunately, they didn't tie this over to console as well. Oh. So there is currently oh, really? no way for players on console to rebind any of their controls. They're stuck to the default Daisy layout. Now, right. to some people, that may that may not be an issue. But I know a lot of people want that ability to change their things, and it's going back to what I was saying as well, where you're you're building your own experience because a lot of these people play differently. They have different play styles. They have different abilities with what they can do. So giving them the ability to change the layouts could be very, mm -hmm. very good because I know a lot of people have been asking for it. A lot of people want yes. it. And currently, mm -hmm. 
we just don't have the ability. And I think a lot of people would have rather had them do more stuff into the control scheme than just the sensitivity on its own. Because yeah. so many people, yeah, so many true. people want to rebind their stuff and they just don't have the option to. So I, I mm -hmm. hope that maybe in a future patch for 1.18 or a maybe 1.19 they try to incorporate something similar to console as well because i know for a fact it would be very very well received to have mm -hmm. proper binds now, yeah i could state that one of the things they said in armory forger last tuesday when we did it was a lot of the key binds that we have controllable on pcs we have an entire keyboard and they're talking about the challenges they have giving yes, players control over stuff with a controller so what it could be, and mind you, I'm not defending them. I think they should give control um, thing and let people mess up and default if they need to, is that when you change your inputs on your controller, maybe changing one of your inputs might mess up a bunch of other things that are tied to different actions with it. So nice. I think that might be one of the reasons why they're holding off, but I still think they should give players the option to purposely mess it up if they wish to. Yes, definitely. I only counter with that is they added it in Reforger. So they did actually add that in Reforger, so you can bind every single button, every single combination with your controller on the Reforger release, and it is working pretty well. Yeah. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have a rebuttal. It, it, it's my okay. plane going down in flames into the ocean, okay? <laughs> Objection! <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a fucking court case here, Jesus. Objection here, sir. <laughs> Objection here, say. <laughs> Objection, lack of foundation. <laughs> no, let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, no, I, I'm literally saying my whole, whole theory there went into flames about oh. the controller messing up everything because right. Armory Forger did it. I'm making yes. fun of myself yeah. going, oh shit, I opened my mouth too soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. But, but yeah, um, so that just even give, hmm. gives even more of a reason for Daisy to try and do it because it's hmm. been put on Reforger. It's given them a test bed to try it out and see how it will work on console. And yeah. it's been so good. So many people have loved it. And so many people think it should be a thing on Daisy. So now that they have that experience, they should take what they've learned and implement that somehow onto yeah. the yes. console version as well. Absolutely. They Great. absolutely should do that. I mean, it's it's good that that um console's getting some love. But as as King Horn said, uh, what a surprise console is forgotten again. I don't think it was some, I don't think it was a case of being forgotten. I think there might have been some issues in trying to translate it for Daisy, because obviously Daisy and Armor Reforger completely two different separate things, two different uh, separate um, uh, controller schemes and whatnot. So much more you can do in Daisy compared to Reforger. So, but I'm, I do hope that you know with enough feedback, they go at it in a future update one nineteen or one twenty. That'd be really great. But we'll have to see. It is a shame that you guys don't have it, but... And um, I'd encourage people to go mm. to the feedback tracker and put that in, because I'm not sure if many people have actually wrote written feedback. We've talked about this a while, a, a while mm. ago, but a lot of people will instead bring their discourse or any issues towards Twitter, and they'll just at, yeah. they'll at Daisy or put in the console or in, like, in the description and be like, we want controls on console and it's not the most appropriate way to get a hold of them. Mm -hmm. So I'd recommend anybody who plays console and they want to get their point across to the, the uh, developers to a hundred percent go to the feedback tracker. And I'll, I'll even link the feedback tracker in the chat. So you guys will have that there. Mm -hmm. As Daisy yeah. Hub said, they're definitely cracking down feedback recently. They actually have, and that's something we'll, we are actually going to be talking about later on in the podcast, but this last little thing here, 
Lemons, I want to hear your opinion about this because some modders have actually said this. there's no point in builder items now, which is kind of a eh, mixed bag, but we'll see. Last but certainly not least, this game update unlocks hundreds of static environment objects so server owners can now customize their servers. We've also added oh new configuration options God. within the central economy <laughs> system that allows for the spawning of collections of objects through dynamic events. This is something I've been waiting for, for a mod idea I want to publish on the workshop. More on that later. We've already implemented this system for one type of new event, though. We'll let you figure out which one that is on your own. Oh, by the way, it's for yeah. the fucking trains. Yeah. We hope you're going uh -huh. to have a fun with all these new tools, and we look forward to bumping into you during our regular Friday playtests. If you could see me right now, <laughs> if you could see me right now, I'm like one of the old, if anyone here watched Animaniacs back in the day, I, I've got my tongue out, I'm going like, ahuga, my eyes are popping out, this was <laughs> amazing. I was surprised this by this, I was, was so amazing. surprised by this, yeah. It's, so many uh, people have wanted it, and there was even a petition open that had over 900 signatures mm. to bring builder items to console, so it has been so much needed. So many people have wanted it, and there, there's so much I could talk about. Like, I could go on about this for hours, and I did go on about it for hours in one of my yes. mods I covered. Yes. So. Nice. I would, I ha I do actually have um, Daisy open here, if I can share my screen, and I can show some, some <laughs> tech demos off to the console community here. So, here we go. Let me, uh, let me get the screen share open. But this is insane, guys. Yeah. Um, actually, it does bring up an interesting subject, which will be uh, kind of cool. With them putting out the uh, all these items and stuff, Project Lemons, would you as a console server owner and player say that this makes you believe that VI listens to the console uh, demands when they're actually logical? 100%. 100%. Mm. We're going to talk about that later with one of our other topics. But I have to agree 110% that they are definitely listening. It's been said that they've done small things in the past yeah. that not a lot of people talk about, but they have been listening a lot to console recently. And I think a lot of it too is some of the people internally at Daisy are also console players themselves. So they yeah. experience this stuff and they know what it's like. So they have more of a heart for the console community. But what we have here is this is. If anyone's familiar with this on PC, this yeah, is the the Essiker Zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Essiker Zoo. And what if I told you all of the assets here right now are going to be loaded onto console once 1.18 comes out? Nice. It's sick. I mean, I've... Let me, I've... Let me zoom in here. Yes. This is all going to be console. This is all going to be on console. And it's something I've been working on for a oh. while because I I've been using the experimental mode to get this all going. It's still it's still a bit of a fixer upper. We have some things mm -hmm. here that we're still working on patching up, mm -hmm. but this will be a full one to one port of the Esker Zoo on console edition because originally it wasn't possible. And we've spoken about this before because we've had limited tools, we've had limited yes. access to our assets, so we've had to compromise. And it's horrible. Because I had just finished making this with my <laughs> own my own saw... assets and my own versions. Yeah. And they the day after I finished, they decided to release this. And I was I was so heartbroken. But I was like, you know what, I've got to do it anyways. Because it's going to fix performance a lot. Because one it of the biggest is. issues I had with uh, making this with the other assets 
is there was a huge performance loss because we I would have to use hundreds of cement uh, cement gates to make this staircase here, and mm. having just the three here dropped my RTX 3070 from 120 frames to 40. <laughs> Get the so that's what I would do on console. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, and that's the thing. How would it have performed on console? So I think at having these assets, it's like all these staircases, all these walls are going to be on console. And it's amazing. The one thing I noticed that was kind of weird, though, is they didn't add these in here. So let me let me just grab one of these real quick. Um, oh, it doesn't want to copy it. But these uh, these trees, these grass, and the different types of foliage, they didn't add in the files, which I find a oh. little bit peculiar even more so because they gave us mm. the proxies. So if we just go find a proxy real quick, they gave us the overgrowth proxies, which contain the vines and the ivy and the grass for some of the buildings kind of within Laponia. But, but they didn't give us the singular items. So I'm not sure if they're going to fix that within a future update, but for anyone mm. watching that does console development and they want to know a bit of a cheeky hack, you can still use these overgrowth proxies. And what you can do is if you have any blank space areas, like just an example right here, we can lower this down and you won't be able to see this part on this part for my map at least, but we can lower this down and we can just have this corner of the proxy showing, which adds mm. in all those vines there. Uh, so it doesn't, you don't see the rest of the house proxy, but we're reusing and, and we're, it's this whole thing about on console about reutilizing assets. But I've taken a proxy that's meant for one of the, the uh, Livonia buildings, and I've reutilized it to create a overgrown scene. And the same thing goes for grass. So if we go mm -hmm. into, if we find our grass proxy, you have they they get, I don't know why they did this. I, I don't know why they honestly did this, but they gave us the grass proxies for the military blast covers and the uh, the blast shelter. So if we just grab one of these real quick, yes, you can see here that we have the proxy collection of all the grass. Now, a lot of people a lot of people don't know about this on console, especially because it isn't out, but I think this might go over a lot of people's heads. What we can do with this is we can overlay it, and just by simply changing the orientation, like let's just go through here, and we can change the Z orientation a little bit, we can use this to overlay patches of grass. Now, for people on PC, this may sound like, oh, putting grass on ground, that must be nothing, but now we can actually make overgrown Chinaurus in Livonia. Well, Livonia already is kind of overgrown, but you, you can make are, an yeah. overgrown Chinaurus like on console. Uh -huh. I, see, oh, like, I like that. This is the thing. It was like, uh, DOJ says, use Blast Cover 2. I think it's the one with the flat surface on the top. Which one? Blast Cover 2. Oh, the Blast Cover, yes. Let me see if that one's... Oh, that's that's the actual model. Um, let me see here. Last cover to grass. The see top should flat. be flat. It's, and it's mostly flat, yeah. Yeah, it's mostly flat. Uh, here, let me, get, let me just remove this real quick. Um, but it is mostly flat on the top. And what we can do, even if we wanted to utilize the, our, the side, is we can just go to the Y-axis, change that, so now all that grass is exposed, and if we yes. want to put down a road, we could just level that down and have it superimposed. Now, I'm not going to get too in-depth with it, but this just shows you couldn't do this before. Mm -hmm. And this is, going, this is going to be amazing for the console community, and it's going to be something that will completely change the way console maps are done. 
And I know Scale Speeder is going to have a hell of a kick oh, out of this. Yes. He's going to be spending hours making new builds. But actually, everything it's... is in here. It's everything from actually... Builderitis is in here. Well, not not everything, but quite a lot. Sorry, of not everything. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get your facts right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But the That's... only things actually that they didn't add to to my to my knowledge at least is they didn't add the rock Rocks. assets. They did not add the trees or the grass, like so general foliage. Mm -hmm. They did not add the water. So how you how on Essaker, these are all square tiles yes, here. Yes, yes. They didn't add these to console yet. And most importantly, they didn't add some key uh what was it? Some just some of the key environmental objects that you have on builder items. So I know like you were saying, some people thought builder items is obsolete now, but it's not completely obsolete. And I'm not sure if Daisy is going to fix this in a future patch and they're mm -hmm. gonna add these missing assets, which they very well might. Mm -hmm. But there's some things like that, or even the ivy. We don't have the singular ivy pieces like the builder uh, items yes, does. So yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Builder Items isn't completely phased out yet, so I wouldn't recommend throwing Builder Items out yet. Mm -hmm. I'd recommend But we are those. gonna have to wait and see. Yes, 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 exactly. And I've spoken to Dab, who, for people who don't know, he's the guy who put together this beautiful program I'm using right now. Yeah. And he said he's going to try and add in the ability to have static items prioritize over Builder Items. Because oh, currently... Yeah, so currently in the in the version of like 1.17, if you or if you grab this and you control click it, you can duplicate it. But for people who are on console edition, if they ever try to do that, it'll source the builder items version of it. What nice. he wants to do is make it so that if you control click an asset, it'll grab the land the underscore asset instead. So or so, yes, the static asset instead, which means for console players. They can grab, if they're on like a PC map and they want to grab, they're like, oh, this looks cool, let me grab this. It'll actually grab the Builder Items version. And I know for a lot of people that will be really, really powerful and a good tool. Mm -hmm. But it will just make things so much more streamlined. Because I know so many people on console who accidentally put down Builder Items by mistake. And yes. then when they export all of their hours of work, <laughs> they're like, happen. where the hell is everything? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that, it, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's heartbreaking. But now that we have all this stuff, it's so much. Better. So many, so many things are going to change. But more so, server owners are going to have to get ready to prepare themselves for this because this is going to change. This is going to revolutionize Daisy servers as a whole, not only for P console but PC as well. Mm -hmm. It's going to add so many more tools to PC and make things more streamlined in the sense they won't require third-party mods for the most part. Right. Because, or even you won't, you won't need the Daisy editor loader anymore because you can use the JSON object file. Nice. Now you will still need it to delete buildings. Yes. But for PC servers, you can now utilize the JSON object file to spawn in your builder items. Well, quote unquote builder items. Yeah, but it's so. it's overall it's it's really really cool, and you, you do these kind of builds on your Twitch, don't you? Yes. Right. Yes, so I do go. stream all this. Little little plug here, twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash Project Lemons Daisy. But um, <laughs> you know where you recently put do... my face on a fucking skater. Yeah, thanks. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. If you guys want to see Lad's face superimposed on a skateboarder, that's uh, that's where you can go. That's where you can go to see that. It wasn't, but... it wasn't even my idea. I was in bed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I was in bed. I was chilling. And I just thought, oh, you know, look, I can't sleep. Let me to stream. I'll, I'll check in. You know, same plane, you know, Tony Oaks, uh, underground, whatever it is. And I'm like, hang on, that's my fucking face. Big, yep. <laughs> Your big mop right on, right plastered on there. But oh, get, getting back to, getting back to topic of big guys here. I think so many people on console are going to appreciate this. And the level and the detail of maps are going to honestly blur the line of some things we see on PC now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, it, it used to be a joke, you know, oh, console, it'll never be the same as PC. But it's I've that. been starting to say recently, this is little things like this are starting to blur the lines between PC and console. It is really mm-hmm. starting to blur the lines between PC and console. Like, even we even have some of the old arm assets like the or even the mod assets like the ones where the players can get like the hung like if we mm-hmm. go here we have the hanged civil and the hanged doctor now unfortunately i can't spawn it in right now to show you guys but it's because of a bug that's already been addressed on the feedback tracker right. because in the in the config file now to give people a quick rundown of how it works go for it there is a there's a config file that links class names to each one of these assets so how you how you guys can see this right here like the static panel concrete one the static panel concrete concrete two and all that stuff it's all linked to a class name in the configuration file so what they have to do is they have to program a config file into each asset and link it to the file in game so that the game will see that and translate oh he wants to spawn one of these in like even if we hover over one of these you can see in the bottom corner here the or like at the bottom where it says object you can see it's wall underscore indic underscore 10 dot p3d and the p3d is the actual model file that it uses the actual bohemian model file so now that we have these they've added all these new assets that will be added and can be used actively now so it's going to be really cool here one yeah. second and off he goes into the darkness. But no, overall, it's it's absolutely really, really fantastic that the console guys, even PCs, getting something like this. There are actually some stuff I noticed with the static and uh, the new static objects that Builder Rhymes doesn't have. And one of them is the um, <clears throat> it's one of the train models. It's uh, it's like one of the the uh, the train beds, which has got nothing. Yes, on it. I know the, this one. This yes, one. I've yep. been waiting yeah. for that. I've been really, really waiting for that. Does this mean that you could theoretically transform Chinaris into a sort of Namask? Absolutely. Now, I'm going to tell people it's not it's not as cut and dry as doing something like that. But we're we're at the end of the day we're still left with the default terrains of Chinaris and Livonia. We don't have the ability to delete stuff yet, but as I've shown with my Zagoria project, I've been able to kind of superimpose new stuff onto it where it looks like you're getting a new map and a new experience. It'll mm. always be the default terrain, for, for now at least. For now at least, it'll always be the default terrain. But you can superimpose stuff on, and it's even better now. Like, we can even put decals down. So if I find, yes, like, a road so asset that. here, you can actually put roads down on console. So you can build whole towns now. It would have looked a little janky before. They would have looked a little janky because there was no road networks, there was no sidewalks. But you can actually put stuff like this, or even... If I can find a uh, dirt path here. Um, Give us the dirt path, no. boy. Yeah, here, look at this. So we have the actual paths that were used in Livonia. So we can lay these down, put them wherever we want, and we can make 
organic looking towns and cities, which may have looked a bit janky before. So we can get those wide open blank spaces on Chinaras and build whole cities or mm -hmm. even cities that already exist. We can update them, which is, like I said, something I did originally with my Zagoria mod, yes, which yes. we're going to be talking about in a bit. We're going to be talking a bit about that in a few, but there is just, it's just amazing. It's, it, and it, it I is, think, absolutely. yeah, and I think once people start to talk about this stuff with the feedback tracker, they'll probably add any of the loose scraggler items, like the foliage and the rocks. And mm. I only hope they will. Yes, I, I mean, they will. I, I, I think what they're, what they're trying to do is this this time around with, with something like this is obviously they're getting the main feedback. They're seeing how well it's going to do, um, you know, how much people are going to be utilising. Uh, and then, you know, on Twitter or the feedback track, you know, if this, if people say, like, we, we would like to have uh, the different rocks, like the, the monolith rocks, like those kind of types of stuff, and more foliage and more, like, access to trees, I think... That I think that would be really cool, and as much as you know, the builder items mod is is has been absolutely, you know, crucial for all custom mapping for is since modding began. I think it's about time that something like that is phased out for something that is completely supported by the team, as long as it's obviously parity exactly. with something like that, or even better. Now I've already said, and you mm -hmm. showed off just before, is like. Um, some objects are as uh, you can get in the stack that you can't get in Builder Rhymes, which is great. So definitely leaning into that angle. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do bring out next, but I'm more interested to see what people on console, especially. I mean, I don't have a console. I, the last console I had was probably uh, an Xbox One. I had it for a few months, and I'm like, eh, no, I'm good. My mom's got the PS4. She's she plays Red Dead Redemption too. She's fine, but. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm really interested to see what people on, on console can do. But I can imagine with this, I saw one of the uh, the topics of the agenda, you're delaying Z uh, Zagoria because of it. Yes, so that was something we were going to talk about, and I guess we can, we can hit that off now. But um, unfortunately, some people have been following me, some people have been seeing my stuff on Twitter and Twitch, know that I've been working on the Zagoria map mod, which is a yeah. complete overhaul of Chinaris for console edition which adds like new towns, new cities, mm -hmm. new like completely new points of interest and unfortunately I I hate to be the bearer of bad news but I will have to I am going to be delaying it. It was originally planned for early summer. So I was thinking uh, early June as a release date, but now that they've given us these it's always my luck man. The second I mm -hmm. do all this stuff and I want to release <laughs> yes. it man, they give us this stuff. So because of that, I'm going to be going through everything that I've done up to this point and I'm going to remake pretty much 100% of my assets using all of this stuff because a lot of the mm -hmm. stuff that I've done before I had to jimmy rig using yes. hundreds of assets which looks a bit janky in some parts but it also affects performance very negatively so what I'm going to do if to save a lot of performance and just make things look nicer is I'm going to be going through and redoing everything in Zagoria with the new um, with the new asset overhaul that we have in 1.18. So I don't think it'll take too long because I've got everything kind of planned out already how I'm going to do uh. it. So it, if anything, I could see it being released maybe late August instead. 
So mid to late August might be so maybe like uh, one and a half, two months, total, like as okay. instead of having it in June. So it's not going to be a big pushback, but I just I want to do this because I can I can give players a much better experience if I mm-hmm. use these new tools. So I think that's where I'm coming from, and hopefully I know knowing my luck after I've said this. So knock on wood, once I finish this, they're gonna release a whole new pack of brand new <laughs> stuff, and then it's just gonna they're gonna keep keep doing it, keep doing it. Fingers so crossed I hope to do. Fingers crossed to do. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And I did say this as well. Yeah, with my when the first when I first started Zagoria, I told people that once it was released. I would. I, I'm not going to stop development completely, and I was going to release four content expansions for the map. But what I was going to do as well is I was going to continually. I was going to. I made a promise that I would continually update it to stay with the new framework of Daisy. So whenever they added new features, new mechanics, new buildings, You'd immediately I would. Them. Yes, I would yeah. immediately adapt that into my map. So I'm staying true to my word, and I'm going through and I'm slowly making the painful process of of changing everything to the 1.18 assets. <laughs> Good luck! But it has started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has started, though. For those wondering, we've already started. So I'm already, I'm, I've already jumped headfirst in using the experimental editor. So we could see a release date even sooner. So I'd say fingers play crossed. it by ear. I'm go- Yes, exactly. Fingers crossed. And I'm going to be very open about this stuff on my Twitter. So I'd say if you guys want to keep up to date with anything regarding mm-hmm. release date, updates, any of that stuff, I, it will all be put on my Twitter mainly. So Yeah, pl- plug your Twitter in the chat. Uh, Forrest Gump yep. <laughs> uh, says, so I haven't looked at the new file closely yet, but can we just set the directory for the map object JSON now, like we do on the init with separate files? Let me read this. Yes. Directory for the map object JSON now, like we do... Could you possibly elaborate a bit on that? Mm-hmm. And um, when uh, Lemon says asset overhaul, it means that he's had to use a lot of um, uh, in one seventeen. He had to use a lot of the assets that were available then with the with the land stuff and whatnot, um, and he's had to improvise massively um, with quite a I lot. Can of actually that. show like, the example here. Yeah, like for I'll example, open the old save. Uh-huh. I'll open the old save here from the original Esker Zoo. So this is the new version for 1.18, but I'll show you my original um, Esker Zoo that uses the old assets, and we'll we'll take a look, and I'll show you guys what I'm talking about here by brand new stuff and asset overhaul, because it really is. I just hope it will actually load. <laughs> this is another example. This is another example of why... Oh, Daisy's not responding. Hold on, let's give it a second. <laughs> But um, this is this is a prime example here why I'm so happy to see these new features. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So this was you can see there's some, there's some crazy stuff going on here, but it was made for a deathmatch server, so I we had to compensate to, and add more deathmatch features. But stop restart the stream because it's it's just buffering on our end. Oh, okay. Also, yeah, here one second. Uh, Lemons, I believe that the Forrest Gump is talking about the old way of loading in custom map objects for building was through the init.c called in uh, .c files, essentially through the init.c. Oh, yeah, so now you won't have to use init.c. If you want to call in custom objects, it will be done 100% through the new JSON object loader. So, here, do you guys see the screen now? Yes. Yep. All right, so this this it's was crazy. what I just finished 
this is what I literally just finished making, and it was the original port for Massacre. Now, I've deleted some of the stairs here because I was testing out some of the new features before I thought I was just going to redo everything from scratch. But let's, say, let's look at these stairs. These stairs right here are the bane of my existence. They cost me my sanity. And if we just look here, let's pull one of these out. Look what it is. Look what it's it a, is. It's a gate. Yeah. And, and and this is what it's, he means. So it's he's had to jerry-rig a lot of the assets to create the intended thing. Uh, however, with the new static objects, he can actually use the proper models uh, that he wants to use. Like so, instead of using like a million gates with like this. So look at this. All side. these all these white dots. All these white dots here, guys, are Our gates that I've placed. Yeah. So yeah. in the new version, there's only four dots here. I've only had to use four staircase models, which which. Performance-wise. So many performance issues. So before, I was saying that this wouldn't work on last-gen consoles, but now with these new things, it could very well be well working on both both platforms, mm. both uh, next-gen and last-gen. Yeah. But, like, look at all these dots here. Look at how cursed this looks. DOJ uh, was I'm saying... I'm going to show you something. DOJ was oh, just yeah. said, and people were complaining about expansion mapping performances. How the fuck does this yeah. run on console? <laughs> Very slowly. Yeah. Well, it runs well on Series X. I'll tell you what. I did a benchmark test, and this runs decent on Series X. Not a way in hell this is going to work on last gen. In its no. current state, like this version, it would crash. Because I've, I've got both consoles. i got this Series X in the original 2013 pre-order that I like to use for benchmarking. Yes. And the original one wouldn't even launch into the game. It would actually crash my DayZ on console. I'd well, have to close out of it. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, so but, overall, um, the, the static stuff... Sorry, go on, Dom. I interrupted you. Oh, I was just going to add one final thing to it. I'll do it after you say your thing. I was just going to say, so this overall, with the addition of the static stuff, will increase the performance of custom-made objects on both PC and console. Which is great. I mean, and that is if you you do be swimming, though. But you know, yeah. so it's <laughs> so it's it's going to be really, really cool that you have this kind of uh, these kind of tools at your hand now. And I can mm -hmm. imagine like the the possibilities that console owners and server owners will be able to do that point on. Yeah, um, I want to show you guys something cursed here. I do be before, before we uh, before, before we go on to the next subject. Before oh, you yep, do, yep. I want to hear what Dumps wants to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Lemons, uh, can you do an experiment for me? And maybe we can talk about this next week. Can you place a bunch of Builder items from Builder Items Mod itself and a bunch of the same static version of the items? And can you tell me if there's any FPS difference? Because the way you explained how static items are being registered and used is very, very different than core class config CVP structure we know of. So I'm curious if the static cl um, classes that you're putting in actually are more performance easy than Builder Items itself. I'd imagine they might be because it's also the way the game interprets it. Because once uh, I think these ones are handled differently in regards to rendering. So once it gets out of a certain zone, I think it, it will completely call it out. Whereas some of the Builder Items, I think, don't despawn mm. or de unrender. So there, that could be a big difference with performance uh, with mm -hmm. that, especially. So, right, Brilliant. nice. 
but that uh, we, we can do that later i might i might stream that so <laughs> oh there you go if you want to check that out check yeah. out uh check out his twitch channel it's already been posted in the chat before uh b asks is it going to be a community server like i don't need to download anything on my xbox to play it that is the beauty of this with the object spawner with the new assets this will be a hundred percent within the game game file, so there will be no external no external workshop, no external downloads. All you have to do is click play, and mm -hmm. you're in the action instantly, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Because for a lot of the mods on PC that use builder items, you have to install their builds. You have to install like the workshop add-on that has their builds for some of it. But with the object spawner. Mm -hmm. It's all handled through the game. So the server owners on both PC and console will no longer have to worry about exporting it, making a mod, packing a mod, and putting it on the Steam Workshop. All they have to do is go, like, they, they can all use Editor now because all it, it has a feature built in for the object spawner. So if we go over here, we go to File, Export, and right at the bottom, we, we have an Export to Object Spawner, and we even have an Export to Map Group Pause. So we get we can have our stuff spawning, and we can have loot spawning at that stuff as well. Right. So it's very, huge. Very cool. So yeah, but a bit of a curse thing here. We can see the <laughs> underbelly of my build. <laughs> this is this is this looks like it came from a Tim Burton movie, but <laughs> this is these for my floors and my roofs. I had to use the uh, the ruined bus stop because they for some reason I don't know why they actually textured the bottom of the bus stop and usually knowing daisy a lot of the stuff that has a bottom side doesn't usually get textured just to save on memory and performance but they did it for this for whatever reason so now i was like this is the perfect asset and i use this but if you look inside players can't see this of course but if you look inside this looks like pure machine hell you have all these torn up torn up spikes you know this it's... looks like the back rooms, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Trust as I know what the back rooms are. <laughs> <laughs> but, look at this. Like it's so it's so nice and peaceful and serene on the outside, and you go inside, and this is just Chaos. this is what it looks like when you get banned by Daisy Console Edition. This is where you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is where you that's go. fine. <laughs> so this is really cool and everything. I'm really happy to see all this. But uh, moving on. Moving on, hmm, yes. Uh, so, the future of Daisy console servers post 118. We've kind of touched about this with just what we've been discussing a little bit, but since this was your topic on the agenda, I want you to elaborate a little bit more about it. So, what do you mean by this topic? So, we 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 t we touched upon this briefly when I was talking in earlier, and I said this on one of my streams. But this is going to change. This is going to be a very crucial and very critical turning point for console edition. Mm -hmm. This is going to change the way servers are made. It's going to change the way people play servers, and it's going to change the entire groundwork and the direction that Daisy console edition was going server owners will have to completely remodel their servers because this is going to be a thing where if you're not doing this your server may lose a lot of its population for one that is doing this and this happens every update i know a lot of people who play console can vouch for the fact that this happens but whenever they add a new feature every console server races to have that in like when we added infinite stamina or when mm. we had the build anywhere mod everyone yes. races 
to be that first person to have it so they get that population they get everyone pulled in oh, and yes, unfortunately absolutely. a lot of servers get very very competitive with each other and it can be very negative sometimes the way they get competitive yeah. yes yes yeah. so I, I'm I'm just I'm giving a fair warning to console server owners who are watching this. This will be something you need to get behind, because you need to conform to this. Because, unfortunately, this is going to be something that will make it or break it for a lot of servers' populations. Unless you have a population that is dedicated to your server to you, which a lot of people do have now. But for servers who are trying to build themselves up and get that population. You need to get ready to learn these new tools mm -hmm. because this will be a brand new generation for Daisy Console Edition, and this will ultimately be one of the best years for the console platform as well because of all this stuff. This will make new. This will make new game modes, new maps, and this all. It seems weird because you're like game modes. I thought it's a programming thing, but on console we make game modes still like Conquest. Conquest is a full. Arma-inspired game mode that does not use a single programmable add-on. It does not use a single programmable add-on, but it has mm -hmm. rules in place to make you feel like you're playing the game mode. But it uses all that through the object spawner and conquest specifically. I'm already, I'm already like interpreting, like I'm already thinking it now. It's going to blow up this year with all I the new so. military assets. It has. They they'll be able to make military bases. They'll be able to make outposts. There's new tank assets they can use. Sandbags. The Hesco box actual filled ones. So this they are going to explode this year because they will make. If they do this the way I think they're going to, mm -hmm. they are going to remodel Chinoris and make it into a true Arma experience for the people that want to experience the Conquest servers. And I know Chinaris is based off an, uh, the Arma 2 map. But it's just really cashing in, or not necessarily cashing in, but utilizing these assets to make that kind of war-torn aspect. Mm -hmm. So I think servers that have, or even role-play servers, like role-players Oasis on console, they are, they are amazing people behind that. The programmers are amazing, and they make so many things thinking outside the box, and I can only imagine the great things they're going to do once this releases to stable, because mm -hmm. this... All, all these servers that do this stuff, it's going to be revolutionary. And I know these are all big words that I'm using, like saying this is going to be the year for Daisy Console Edition. This is going to change the framework, but I'm not kidding. This well, see, will be those are bold words, boy. Those are bold <laughs> words. But, but see, that's that's yep. it. It's like additions like these. You know, yeah, sure, it's experimental. A lot of stuff is up in the air. We might not see some things. We might see more things. We just don't know. But you you are right, and it not only applies to console, but it definitely applies to PC. Since obviously there's some things that aren't in build items that are in the statics. So I, again, I'm really really interested to see what people can come up with. Absolutely. Uh, and that's the thing, you know, when you're a server owner and if you if you do a service here like Janaris, and I can only assume it's the same on console, you do need to be unique. You need to be able to pull in the, uh, pull in the players. And yeah, sure, you can you can use paid mods, which I have my own views and Dump, I'm pretty sure you do as well, but we won't go into that because that'll, that, that'll end up turning this podcast into about a 24-hour one and I'm not doing that again. So... <laughs> But there's just so much potential, even more so now, for what people can do in, you know, for more people to, to really express their creativity and the skills to create the ideas that they have in their mind. And, you know, you, yes, you're and like Daisy about... Hub's thing here, 
He said he feels like RP servers are going to start to flourish. I really and I hope totally so. agree with that. I really hope so. And because I'll be the first one to admit. Yep. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll be the first one to admit. I got involved in the Daisy community properly back in August 2016, a few months after I got the game. And I actually used to play in Daisy RP religiously back then. Every single day I was on it, playing role-playing with people was one of those sad saxa shits right and it was just like oh my yeah. god it's my life and it, it it got us through a lot but obviously it died down and ever since modern came out i've never really gotten back into that and it's still a, it's, it's still a viable way to play the game you know it's every you know every single different player style every single kind of community so it's like you know what bring it on more stuff that can bring bring out the creativity not only server owners and modders but players and that is the main thing that we, that needs to get a lot more focus on it's great it yes. is absolutely and we've fantastic. seen the records get broken with 1.17 mm -hmm. so i can only imagine what's going to happen once 1.18 drops not only for pc but for console edition i feel like yes. this will be one of the highest years for server population and i think this is going to change a lot because as most people know on console most servers are very PvP oriented. You have servers with very boosted so. loot, increased military items, and it's more so every more so people on console play the console version of DayZ for that kind of deathmatch PUBG styled gameplay. Mm -hmm. But they're missing the core aspects of what DayZ truly was, and it kind of misses the mark. But what I think is that with these new things, we're going to see more conquest servers come up. We're going to see more Oasis servers come up, and there's it's going to pivot what truly is daisy console servers because there's such a stigma right now for just times 100 boosted loot everything's crazy everything's insane mm -hmm. on console i feel like this is going to change the future for the game and it's going to change yes. on console and it's going to change the type of servers that will be available because so many server owners have had to shut down their servers because they just can't perform with deathmatch servers mm -hmm. and pvp servers and 100 times servers but i think that with this new stuff these poor owners and these owners that just haven't had the support, haven't had the player base, will flourish because they will. There will be so many people coming to see builder items, to see new assets, to see these roleplay servers that can truly become their own IPs and their own maps with these new features. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be the year for console edition, folks. If if any year, this is going to be the year for console. Nice. I really do hope nice. so. I really, really do hope so. Cause that's that. That's the main thing. That is the main thing, and I just I just got a tweet, uh, a, a direct message from somebody. Sorry, it completely deviate, but it's something I do want to address a little bit. It's been kind of on my mind a little bit. Um, so this person said, "Hi mates, just wondering if you had any plans to update Spotify with the new episodes of the podcasts. It's always good to be able to download them and listen to work. Keep up the good work. Cheers." I've not been able to think too much about it. Boydie and I were still in the process of trying to work out a good workflow to get my episodes, well, sorry, our episodes um, back in the main line, uh, as we're done with uh, episodes 1 to um, 102. want to try and get that sorted out. Obviously, there's a massive time difference. I work practically full-time, so it's very difficult. But we, I do intend to get uh, everything back up to parity. Um, that includes Spotify and hopefully multi-streaming, but streaming on YouTube um only has been quite beneficial for the podcast so that we'll see how that goes um but you know there's still a lot of stuff that we are planning 
but I just wanted to quickly address that while I got that DM. If that person, um, uh, I, I, I do want to try and pronounce your username, but I'm not going to because I don't want to embarrass myself too much. But if you are watching, uh, there's your answer, but I will DM you in Twitter. Oh, back to the normal topics. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, so to yes. answer some questions in chat, we've had a bit of a build-up in chat here for a few questions what we were talking about. Yes, go for but, it. But... Um, uh, Omnia here said PvP-oriented, we KOS every time, which is very true. There's no ask questions first. It's 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 always shoot first, ask questions later on console. There's it's never any, there's never any talking with people because you always see the PC videos of people who are talking and they have that role play. But no, on console you walk up to a guy and if they have a gun, you're dead. You are 100. percent They are dropping you right. I'd there just like then. to point out that that pretty much is like only like two percent of the interactions. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah yeah but it's still fun <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i'm going to take your loot forcibly but yes yeah and unfortunately it's... it's just a lot more amplified on console and we <laughs> we miss that sort of rp aspect that you get a lot more when you're playing pc servers and once again it comes down to the server it comes down to how they have it set up but i think that will change a lot with this update <laughs> um Hugh here said he's been playing roleplayers Oasis for two years now, and it's arms and lengths better than most servers, not just because of the modding and creativity, but the community as a whole. And I really do have to agree with you there, Q. They mm -hmm. have put together such a, an amazing thing, and they've got so many, they've got so many wonderful people working there, talented developers, and yeah. I give them yes. all the support and all the love I possibly could. Same here. This whole um, KOS thing, though, does bring up an interesting point that I think people should better understand. If you don't like that kind of play style and you don't like being KOS all the time or whatever else, but yet you still play on those servers, you're helping contribute to that kind of server being successful while other servers like Lemon say die off. Play on the servers Very that are point. having trouble and struggling. And if enough of you people actually like your interactions and RP as well as even organic RP, start playing on those kind of servers instead of the KOS servers, you'll see a shift in the community overall rather than focusing only on the KOS servers. Just because yeah. it has a high pop doesn't mean it's a good server. Well, yes, a, absolutely. That's and that's, that's, unfortunately the, that's unfortunately the case with a lot of servers on Xbox. And I, I don't want to say names or anything, because I do, I do support a lot of the people in console, and I always encourage people to make their own servers and experiment and just jump into the deep end, you know, and see it happen. But there's a lot of times <laughs> where there's just some... Are you okay? <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just I just read liquor with lunch's comment. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna. It's the willingness to play along with the RP, but sometimes it gets wacky. I'm a pirate from the prison island that plunders chests and steals shoes for my foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, and it, it ties it it, <laughs> it it ties into the whole thing. Where you kind of like get need to find that gray area, you know, you need to find, you need to get that fine line between role playing chaos <laughs> because we don't want these pirate peats that want to have their shoes for their foot fetishes, you know, we don't want to have those people too much, <laughs> you know. So it's finding that gray area, you know, finding that nice middle ground, yeah. and eat like like Daisy Hub said, unless you're on an RP server on console. You are not getting any sort of interaction whatsoever with players. Mm. They just don't want to talk to you. They, if they have an option to start punching, even freshies, 
if you guys are freshies, and usually you would walk up to them, wave your hand, and say hello, they will start wailing on your ass to get your freshy fruit, get your bandages, and they just don't care about you. They don't care about you. They just see you as a walking chest full of loot. See, that's that's the thing. It's like it's it's like a um, it's like a uh, like a table or, or or diagram, whatever. It's like you never trust a freshie, right? And you never trust a fully geared player, right? But there's this yeah. this is sweet spot where it's like, okay, maybe I can trust you. Maybe I can do that. Because if you go into town, you've got some decent gear, and you come up with freshie, there's not many people, but it's like, okay, yeah, here's some food. Oh, you know, cheers, mate, can I run with you? Yeah, okay, go for it. And you have a wonderful time. You know, they might end up shooting you in the back when you're cooking something, but hey, at least it was an interesting experience. But it's the experience, if, you know, it's the experience. But, but if you're fully kitted out to the fucking teeth, and you go to a freshie, and they have nothing but an apple and some rags, they're going to try and beat the shit out of you. Most yeah, dangerous person on the server is a freshie. Yes, yeah. no wonder they get shot all the, the time. The issue is, the root of this problem is all the boosted loot servers, because on that note, it's so easy to get geared on console edition with a lot of community servers, because they have mm, times be, yeah. 5 loot, times 10 loot, or even times 100 loot, which is just ridiculous, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's some of these servers are trying to market themselves as a vanilla plus server. And it makes no sense whatsoever because I guess <laughs> it vanilla plus is subjective, you know, every it's each yes, their own. But if I go on yeah. a server where I can walk into a house and get a M4 in a tier one zone, that is not a vanilla plus server. I, <laughs> no, that's that's, an easy that's server. up to that's up to criticism as well. That's up to criticism as well. But mm. I think if I can no. pull out no. my entire kit in a matter of five minutes, I don't think that should be called a vanilla plus server. I, I don't know. It's a plus in my experience, you know. <laughs> but I mean, no, just, I, 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 yeah, and I, it, I, it comes back to the community controls what kind of servers they support. Mm -hmm. So, exactly. if the community supports that kind of server, that's why those servers still exist. But again, stop joining high pop servers; they're not always good. Well, that's yes. it. Yeah, and and that's why with one point eighteen, we might see a change and in an influx of these different, unique, and creative servers getting their population. You know. Mm -hmm. This will be the chance for these smaller servers on Xbox to flourish. And I, I hope, I hope that this happens because there are so many good ideas and so many amazing things that are getting overshadowed by servers that have like an entire military base spawning in Kami and you walk into it and you get like a bazooka, you know, or there'll be servers well, now that you will. have it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> but there, there are even servers where you will spawn, they call us a quote unquote trader. But they have you spawn at a like a hunting store, and there's guns on the walls. There's guns scattered all on the walls. There's magazines and grenades and plate carries, and you spawn right next to it. And what they do, they're very smart. They try to market new players and say that they have the the they have the the rocket launcher and they have the M249 sock as they do, but they have the broken weapons from .62 spawning in that will crash your game, and they use that as an excuse to advertise it. And then it's that's how they get to high pop. Yes. And I've seen a lot of servers do that recently. Even though none of the weapons work, then they get an influx of people going there to try and try it out because they have that flutter of hope. They're like, new weapons? And then they get their heart shattered when their game crashes trying to pick up like the taser gun or the the the, the blow dart gun, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. And... It's verifiable to crash in both versions. 
So, yeah, it's just, it's a pain, it is a pain in the ass overall. I mean, it all has its place. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a weird take, but it all has its place, and it all comes down to it at the end yeah. of the day. And like Scalespear says here, too, yeah. boosted loot servers are paying for them, though, you know? They're pumping money back into the game via Nitrato, and, and that's yeah. fair. Yeah, exactly. That and, that, and that's what I mean by it all has its place. And yeah. it's, it's something I would love to talk at length definitely in yeah, the future we, we need to Absolutely. have like a special for that but because we could really go on for this for hours you know and even mm -hmm. even what daisy hub said here the amount of corrupt servers on console that are still up purely because there's nowhere else to play is insane mm -hmm. i think that's where i want to leave it off and i want people to yes. think about that because think about that is you, you need to this. really just take a second and sit down and think about that because definitely. that is what's going on mm -hmm. you're being forced to play on some of these servers because there's just no other options that you want to play you don't want to play official but you want to play community, and because there's no one trying to break the mold, you're just playing on the same stuff and recycling it and continuing this sp this spiral. You know, mm. we're not going to get anywhere unless we make the change ourselves. Yes, exactly. So exactly. I say I want to leave it there. I think that's the best point to leave it. And I think just think about it. You know, I don't I don't expect you guys to have to adapt that mindset, but just think about the different angles within the community. Well, that's it. I think yes, it, it exactly. could change your outlook. It could change your outlook. Speaking about outlooks, this is a terrible segue, but <laughs> into, so Armory Forger has now been released, and with it, because, uh, it comes with a lot of new tools, and one of them is the Infusion Workshop. Now, we do kind of want to discuss this a little bit. Uh, if Daisy had its own integrated workshop, like in, like Infusion does and Armory Forger does, would it actually be beneficial? Yes, it would be. No, I hope they don't do it. I don't think Daisy should be ported to a full Infusion at all, at least not yet. And that includes the workshop. I've played Reforger quite a bit the past few days, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have as well. Uh, and whereas, you know, we've said, yes, it's early access, which is great. It gives you a good idea of what could be coming in the future. I am not satisfied with... Well, I, I say that I'm not satisfied. I am. I'm happy. But when people say, oh, we should get Daisy to full infusion, we should have it like now or something like that. No, I think it would absolutely set everything back, back to what it was like in 1.0. I think if Bohemia decides Daisy should get ported to Full Infusion, it's going to take another two years, at least. Because, and this is slightly deviating from the workshop bit, but I do want to emphasize on this first. So there's a, there's a massive step which you have to do to port stuff from Daisy into Infusion, right? And there's a new texturing, uh, a new way to texture your objects. I'm sure you can convert your specular gloss to metallic roughness. That's no problem at all. Then you can go on through that. But it all comes like different steps of learning, uh, complete the new tools. And this is the modest side. But Wave Infusion uh, stuff is a lot more detailed. And as, as Dump and I, we, we went through last night. There's some objects which just one material is 97,000 vertices. That's over three times the limit Daisy supports. So people have to go back and redo their stuff. And same with DayZ assets. You know, there's quite a few um, stuff from uh, DayZ that are in on Reforger, but they're redone from scratch. If it, uh, yes. it does get redone, 
it's going to take another at least a minimum two years, if that. Um, that is if For anybody decide, that's played yeah. back in the, the point six two days, they know the struggle of changing engines. Please and they don't know change it again unless suffering. it's ready. Please. Because we lost so many weapons. Imagine if we had to lose all that again and have them re-add that. I just don't oh, think, yes. considering everything they're doing now, I don't think they would take that fall again. I don't mm, think they exactly. would take Daisy that wouldn't fall again. survive. It absolutely no. wouldn't. But in terms of the workshop, because, Dump, you have delved into the tools more than I have. I I want to hear your opinion on it, because I think I, I think you might have a different take on it. I'm not too sure. On the workshop side especially, what do you think, mate? So, I agree with Lad, and then I don't agree with Lad. Now, I agree with Lad. <laughs> um, Daisy is not ready for Infusion, because Infusion isn't ready for Daisy. Mm. Everything we love about Daisy would be gone. It has no survival mechanics. It has nothing. Literally, Infusion is not ready for a survival game. And it's very clear with Armory for Forger. But hopefully when Armor 4 is coming out, it will be. That being said, having the ability to upload my mods to a fully controlled uh, Bohemian Interactive workshop area and off of Steam, completely controlled by them, monitored by them, enforced by them, would make my experience as a modder a hundred times easier. And I, I say this because, and I'm not going to get into it, but Steam is broken with its workshop and it's broken from major flaws. And having BI, being able to control some of the things would be a lot more helpful to us modders. I know I want to say something before I go on. Steam's workshop is fucking shit. And yeah, he's talking about this. It. And I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to go on to a really quick segue. One of my friends who was a modder had the Steam workshop's failures hit him hard. He actually had to pay legal fees to fight to prove he made his mods from a person who was illegally repacking his mods. Bohemian Interactive co co um, couldn't do anything against it, and he had to pay a lawyer to get back the proof that he had made his own mods, which is why he's taking them down. But mm -hmm. on a officially Bohemian Interactive-supported launcher and stuff, Bohemian Interactive could have helped stop this issue and made it a lot easier for him to actually mm -hmm. fight back without and that, legal fees. And that's it. And I mean, don't get us wrong. I feel like the idea of having a, a like, what Infusion, well, Armour Reforger have is very, very beneficial. I just think that there needs to be a lot more time for something like that to be developed for DayZ because of the way that Watch it's implemented. It yes, exactly. I mean, if yeah. you try to do that with the way DayZ functions now, I don't think it would work. There's, I mean, there's just not really a way to do that. So I think once it's developed more, or DayZ does in fact get ported completely uh, in a long time, then maybe, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, One big thing as well <clears throat> is, like DayZ, like the uh, DayZ I've said, was that if they were to do this, if they were to port Infusion, um, theoretically, that would phase out last gen consoles altogether. We, I, I, I gave uh, Infusion a go. I played on the Series X, and I was barely pushing forty frames on the new Series X console. Mm. That yeah. was very alarming. And like you were saying, there are so the assets are just so much higher now with their vertices, and I was struggling on a Series X to run it. So that if they were to change it all to Infusion, last gen would not be able to. 
play anymore and that's that's, well, that's uh, this is a this is a big number but this i think mm -hmm. that's like 60 percent of the current xbox players are still last gen so if they were to do that daisy would lose a majority of its console audience and they would be either mm -hmm. forced to stop playing or upgrade to the series x and not everyone is in a financial situation right now where exactly. they could do that and, exactly. and I, I know, exactly. I know. This the run joke was just like, oh, just, just buy a PC. But not everybody has that option, and especially with Infusion using uh, a certain version upwards of DirectX 12. I was in the mm -hmm. Daisy um, mod. Well, sorry, the Infusion Modders Discord, as it's been relabeled as, and somebody was struggling to launch Infusion. They had a DirectX 12 compatible card. And they couldn't get it up. It kept saying that the, the engine couldn't be found. It was, like, really weird. And then it turns out he has DirectX 12, but an old version of it. His card doesn't support anymore. And even so, so now if he if this guy wants to play it, he's going to have to fork out God knows how much for a fully compatible graphics card. Which way, as we all know, these days is just ridiculous. Now, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say how they shouldn't do it, because I do think that in order to pro uh, to progress anything... Obviously, you need to uh, you need to improve on trial what and you have, and and, yeah. and trial and error and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I do hope that um, uh, systems do improve uh, and, and compatibility gets better. But at some points, we do have to accept that some things have to be phased out. And heck, there's a lot of people that say that Daisy should be important in full infusion. We don't even know that's ever going to happen yet. I mean, it might just stick yeah. to what we have right now, and we're just going to have to pull up with it and wait for, I don't know, Daisy 2, if that's ever going to be a thing, which, by the yeah, way... Yeah, that's, that's my opinion. We have a higher though. chance of getting Daisy 2 before we do a, the, a port. Uh, new engine. The yeah. RV Infusion Hybrid, although it's old, is still trusty. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. it is dated in some aspects, but it's a very solid engine, the, uh, the, mm. the RV Hybrid. I still think it's a very solid engine. If they were to work on it's, it, we've spoken about this before, but I've always said that if it's a, if if the, you have a broken structure and you build something on that, it's going to crumble eventually. Mm. But if you have a solid foundation to work on and you build upon that, that house will stay there forever. And I think that the RV hybrid, although there are some bugs with DayZ, in of itself is a very very solid engine. Yes. That it's it's been it's been purified over the years and it's been just to worked answer Kelspeeder real quick. I don't think any of us here are saying a internal uh, workshop is a bad idea. I think we're saying that Daisy is not um, Infusion is not ready to support what Daisy already is. Yeah, that's that's what we're saying. Don't get don't get us wrong. Um, sorry to slightly deviate, but it, it is a very important clarification that we need to make. Um, no. <laughs> No, no, we do absolutely. It would be really, really cool if Daisy does eventually have something like that. Uh, we just feel like it's not ready for something like that quite as as of yet. Uh, there needs to yeah. be a lot more stuff um, done to make Daisy compatible with something like that. And heck, if they ever turns out in the future that they can uh, get a similar system with the exact same system, then Armor Reforger have a special cross compatibility for mods. That would be great. That would be absolutely fantastic. Whether we think it's going to happen anytime soon, definitely not. Maybe in the future, but I'm not too sure. It could be unlikely. Um, yeah. But yes. One big issue, too, that I'd like to highlight as well, is specifically for the workshop, is 
it's working on Armor Forger. You can make stuff on PC, and it'll get ported to console and work. But Reforger was made using the new Series X technology, which is very similar to the specs and hardware that you have with the PC. When Day when Bohemia originally released Daisy to the original Xbox, hardware and specs and software was a lot different, so they had to make a full port of Daisy to console edition, which means things are scripted differently. Things are done a lot differently, which means mods may not work if they are made on the PC version of Daisy and imported to Xbox. Mm-hmm. And no one's really thought about that yet. So what if what if people tried to make all these mods and stuff ported to Xbox and it doesn't work? Because we've seen it before. Even as an example with Experimental, there are things that don't work on the Experimental branch of Xbox that work fine on PC. Mm-hmm. So there's cl- there's cl- there's clearly a different programming which is evident because it had to be ported, but it's just not the same as the new title like Infusion, which is very streamlined between the two platforms. There is a big difference yes. between the platform Xbox One and the PC One, and if they wanted to remake it, they would have to release a pretty much a brand new thing from the foundation up, which I don't think would be proper, and it wouldn't be a good use of their assets or their resources. So I think their best bet now would just be able to work with the stuff they have now, and they they may have to do some sketchy things like some ba- some stuff back end, but there could be a way for them to make it that it would work. But I think in its current state, if you were to try and put a PC mod onto Xbox, even if we had the Infusion Workshop, I don't think it would work too well. I don't think it would it would work too well at all. But don't get me wrong. I want that. I, I I don't want anyone to think that I'm like saying we do, we shouldn't have money on Xbox because if you've ever watched my streams or if you've ever heard stuff I've said in the past, I have begged for Daisy to add <laughs> modding to it. I yes. I have been on like hand and knee with my hands together in prayer, asking for them to add modding. So it's not that I don't want it, but it's just we're, I'm just saying every every outcome right now, and this may be very well why they haven't incorporated it yet. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a, it's it. it's my two cents. Well, it makes a lot it sense. gives you a different think thinking. It gives you a different way to think about it. So for people on console who are like, why isn't there modding? Why haven't we gone modding yet? Daisy's forgotten about this. This gives you something to think about. Well, that's it. Yep, exactly, exactly. But it's overall, it's a really, really interesting path that we we uh, as people could witness going down. But um, yeah, Daisy twenty forty two. But yeah. Well, and Fabian King, uh, with this new update in one point eighteen, you will get that. Well, get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, moving on. But, but moving on, yes. But... In the worst segue possible, I <laughs> won up glad. So but... yeah, moving on though, with one point eighteen. There was a lot of stuff that was introduced. There was a lot of mechanics introduced. And one thing that we were going to talk about specifically was the change to the positioning of weapons on players. Which is really weird, in my opinion. Yeah, so, Lad, Dumpgrub, what do you guys think about that? What are your thoughts on them changing the way it's been after so long? Lad already opened his mouth. I want to hear it. It's a problem that they have that they will never fix at all. Now, I like it, but I don't. 
yes, yeah, sure, it was absolutely crap that, uh, you know, the the magazines of your guns they would they would end up um, clipping into your into your body into your arms, and it was very fucking annoying. And I can understand why they've done specifically this. And I th I think it's just because I don't like change in certain aspects. But I'm I'm not too impressed. Not completely. It probably takes some time for us to get used to it, which is, you know, it's one of those things. But it's... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just... Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird change. I don't think they'll ever change it back because apparently... I, I think somebody said this is similar to how they've got it in Reforger. I'm not too sure. I'd never use first, uh, third person or anything like that. But yeah, it's 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 um interesting. It it does look wrong, Zizen. It just feels yeah. wrong. But I think to be fair, for many, 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 many years we've had it the way that we, we used to. So it's like unnatural. Readjusting yeah, but... to it. Yeah. Now now Dumpgra, I'm not sure if you have a different opinion than the latter, if you think he was kinda of on the same page there. But um what are your thoughts? What do you think about the change to this because this is like lad was saying very weird very very weird <laughs> um it's all about clipping right mm. when i look at this picture that you guys have on right all i see is clipping it looks just as bad as it going through the arm however i will state bi just please put in the no clipping thing you did with hair and hats just just be a little bit smarter about it be a bit where it hides this. Yeah, I know, but you know, maybe a little bit of effort. Maybe you can maybe polish it up a little bit. Um, now, obviously, they're players... wearing a hunter jacket, known as one of the biggest clothing items in the game. So almost anything you wear with that looks like you clip through it. So maybe this picture is just deceptive. Maybe the majority of clothing looks really good with this. Um, yeah. Being a person that's a big fan of hardcore, I think it looks silly. Um, now, I could justify. For, yeah. for new players, oh no! <laughs> for just for just as a quick thing, for new players or players on console, could you possibly explain what you you meant by the hair clipping mechanics? Uh yeah. So back in like I think all the way up until like one point twelve, we had it. So when you put beanies on, hats on, you had your hair clipping through the hat, right? Well, now when you put a hat on, you don't see your hair clipping through, and that's why I call it no clipping. It's a functionality you can add to stuff. They've actually introduced that into more clothing options. And what I'm saying is guns could easily benefit from the same thing. And what it does is where you see the, uh, if you see the AK in that picture, how, where the handguard goes, if there was a handguard on it, it would technically be hiding the shirt underneath it. It would not show the model through the proxy. And that's what no clipping does. Okay, that's I just thought it would be good too. Yeah, I just thought it'd be good because some yeah. people who maybe don't have an understanding of modding might benefit a bit from that. But... Onto my previous rant. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the old system was nice because you could justify, hey, I had my magazine under my armpit and that's how I was kind of holding it as I ran with holding something so it didn't jiggle too much. But this system right here, I don't know how the person's holding it on their back. And like I said, I'm more of a hardcore kind of player. So, um, you know, it, 
looks silly to me. I think there should be a sling or something, but that would require finding a new item, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I don't think the system is beneficial to the immersiveness of the game. Okay. Mm. No, I, it's... I don't know. One thing that the backpack me, doesn't look that bad. I don't, I don't understood why they didn't do this, but as everyone knows, with the longer weapons, when you sit in a vehicle, they clip through the roof. So why didn't they flip some of those weapons upside down with this new update? Because it's been both PC and console have been saying this. We've made it clear this is an issue, and I'm surprised that with the chance to actually change this, they didn't change that as well. What do you guys think about that? Uh, is it a, is it a gameplay restraint? That's actually quite an interesting. Yeah, I mean, it it all comes down to to the to the proxies. At the end of the day, because all the um, all the weapons share roughly the same proxy, so they have to make sure that it all aligns correctly, which is why when you have like custom base building mods that has um, objects that you can attach stuff to, they'll use the same proxy, uh, but different like config classes for it, so they can have like a ton of them. Or well, not config classes, but attachment points. But yeah, I just. Again, it's going to take a, some time for my, myself personally to get used to that this kind of change. I do hope that they might, um, you know, improve it. Maybe they'll figure out a way where, you know, the longer stuff like the SVD, the moors and stuff, it is upside down or they can find a different way to do it. Or heck, even if you're in a vehicle, they just make it outright invisible if they don't already. Exactly. Just hide the proxy. Just, just show. hide the proxy. It's, they should do it with bags as well, to be fair. Um, yeah. But... But it's, I it's, like that'd be a it's lot better. Things. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those yeah. things that um, maybe somebody needs to put in the feedback track or just let let them know yeah. about it. And we, we might not even know. They might be working on that, you know? And it's just it might be something that comes out in the future patch. Well, that's so it, we, can, yeah. we can hold hope. We can hold hope. Um, <laughs> at this point, though, I think that this is just us kind of nitpicking about a attempted helpful quality of life change. True. True. Actually, yeah. not quality of life. I would call this a cosmetic change. Yes. Take, that? take back your possessed. take back there because quality of life is a perfect segue for one of our next topics. Lad, do you want to shoot that off? Well, before I do, I want to address Fabian King's question. This is quite an interesting okay. one. A little bit of a segue. Should Bohemia slash Daisy for console fork solely in releasing DLC as their business model? I say to that, no. They done it once with Livonia. Oh. It was it was yeah, Livonia's cool, but no. No, I don't. I don't we got, think we got the community got mad. We got real mad. Yeah, I mean, don't get us wrong. For for a company, obviously, the main po the purpose is to make money. Making a DLC obviously makes them money. However, they need yeah. to be very. I feel they need to be very careful about how they. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, DOJ, the sound <laughs> that you, the the screeching sound you made, uh, lemons, is the sound of your Xbox screaming because of all the mapping you've done. Um, but <clears throat> I feel like if Daisy ever does a DLC, obviously it'll be both for PC and console. It will have to be something that is completely worthwhile that not only features a new map, but new assets and and new features overall, new new weapons and items and whatever else. It needs to be something mm -hmm. that needs to be worthwhile because I don't think people's going to spend another God knows how much on whatever for just a new map when there's loads of free ones out there in the workshop. 
It needs to be something. Hear me that out is... on that point. No. Hear me out on that point. No. So... <laughs> oh, no, go yeah. On, go on. Yeah. So I think everyone here is familiar with Halo and the Forge game mode. And mm -hmm. in Forge, they give players a kind of prefab map that is a blank template they can build on. What if they wouldn't necessarily? I know because of their because of the way Bohemia is, they have to release everything on both consoles. There's nothing limited except for modding. But what if they released a prefab map that already had all the grass and the hills and the rivers and stuff, but it was completely empty, and it gave us the ability to build off of that. We can make our own towns, our own cities, and this is something that I wouldn't recommend for PC necessarily, but more so as a console feature because we don't have, we can't have terrain tools, we can't edit any of that stuff. So what if they mm -hmm. just gave us, and this wouldn't be a paid DLC or anything, just a another option. What if we just had a blank prefab map to work on that we could build our own stuff onto? Because at least then we'd have some sort of sense of us building our own quote-unquote map instead of just overlaying and superimposing everything on top of the Chinaris and Livonia trains. What do you guys think about that? That topic deserves its own dedicated spot, I think, because it's quite an interesting concept. So I think we're going it to... Is. To me, if it's alright with you, Dump, and you, Lemons, I want to shelve that for next week. Okay. No, definitely yeah. shelve that. Okay, and real. Start yeah. a petition about it. No. No joke. No joke. Please, please no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But um, I completely fucked up my position in the webcam. Jesus Christ, that was not worth it. You're so you're so passionate about it that you're you're even even cameras jumping from joy, you know. Shut the. <laughs> but um, but yes, but yeah, it's um, it would be a performance nightmare unless you can bake items as uh, WRP. It will run horrible, probably. But like I said, we'll talk about it next week. Now, yeah. the topic that I. Well, we wanted to discuss about. Let me just bring it back up. Um, but da 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 da. Now we touched on this last week, as Mondian's quality of life uh, thread. How many of it actually did get introduced? I can think of one, and that was the armbands. If I can bloody find yep, the, the it. The flag yep. armbands, yep. Craft armbands and career What about the weapons? Uh, and that, and that, uh, yes. So, so two, okay. You got us you there. You also have so the two. dynamic zones. All right. He recommended well, to make new dynamic zones with multiple objects. That's another right. one. All right, fucking three. <laughs> our, tier, our tier gas items, they they didn't actually, they didn't put tear gas in, but they put something similar to tear gas bombs in, so that's four. All right, four. <laughs> The improvised clock bomb. That's five. <laughs> there was quite a number of stuff that were added to point eighteen. There were happy. Are we happy now? I mean, are you happy now? You're the one who's kidding. <laughs> no. no, but seriously, there's been quite a f number of uh, quality of life suggestions. That were previously in this thread, which are now coming in 118. One of which is the craft arm bags. Uh, not necessarily the courier bags, but that should be... They should have done that. They should have, they done, should that. have done that. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, there was the sawn off weapon, as we know, the um, the blaze and the uh, magnum uh, getting sawed off. Which, honestly, the snub nose magnum looks... Oh, it looks Beautiful. so nice. I agree. It looks really nice. Old it school mobster. It, 
from New the, York. <laughs> the, the the performance is probably one well, performance. The 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 weapons probably be terrible now, but there you go. It's there. It looks badass. <laughs> Absolutely. And then there was the explosive devices. The which I think we could kind of guess that they were going to do. Um, this <laughs> DOJC, the devs listen to the community. This is absolutely not a coincidence, Kappa. <laughs> no, totally not. No, I don't know what you're on about. But, yeah, so it is it is really nice that some of these quality suggestions, even it is a coincidence, um, mm-hmm. have been added. Big coincidence on that note. Big coincidence, <laughs> yes. But I think, like I said, I think we could have kind of guessed that there were some objects that were going to be used for some kind of explosive device. We've been seeing it for months now. Um, with the, the alarm clock in the kitchen timer, it's a no-brainer that we were going to get something like that. Um, But yeah, so it's it's pretty interesting that we did get some of these things. The dynamic events, um, I feel with 118, obviously, you know, we do have um, we do have some uh, new dynamic events coming up with the trains. However, from what I could see, creating your own dynamic events will be quite awesome. a bit easier come yeah. 118, um, which is great. And so, possible at all on console, because that wasn't even a thing before on console. So Well, well that's it, yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, touching on this idea, idea number 40, dynamic events, abandoned night camps and fireplaces, as Mondian suggested, essentially, um, a, a camp, right? For the past like couple of years, I've always wanted to have a mod where it was like, it was a dynamic event. Um, <clears throat> and you would go into the woods and you'd see like a bunch of destroyed tents, you know, they've got holes in them, there's loot, uh, you know, scattered around, um, you know, the fire still going, so maybe a horde might have come through or something like that, or a bear or something. That idea got a little bit more solidified when we got the sounds of the helicopters. I was like, I really should do that, but it's, I couldn't really understand it. But now with 118, it's going to be so much easier to do that kind of stuff. This static objects we can do. It's gonna be so nice, but it's gonna be really, really cool. It really, really is. And I do hope that more features do get added uh, in future updates. It's going to be really, yeah. really nice. And something I noticed as well is that they just retextured the first aid kit for the Claymore kit, which honestly saves resources in your model. New texture, can't complain. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Now, one thing that I, I don't mean to I don't mean to bust Daisy's balls here, but one thing that I wasn't too happy about, which didn't make sense, is when you cut up a flag to turn into an armband, the decal on the flag got smaller to fit on the armband. You know what I say to that? Suspend your belief. Shut up. <laughs> it's fine. Gosh, it's fine. It's fine. No, but you know what? There would have been people who had been unhappy that the decal was cut in half or whatever. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And Um, one big issue too is on that topic, you can't even cut up the flags with some knives right now. And I think that's that's just a bug that's going to be fixed in a new patch. mm -hmm. But in experimental, I couldn't even use some of the knives to turn the flags into. Armbands, and I, I see Dumb Cry. You look. You seem to have a uh, opinion on that. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you. Do you think that's a red flag? How so? How, how so do you think that'd be a red flag? <laughs> oh my god! Do you not get the fuck? Wait for it. Oh 
Yeah, you're you're hilarious. You're, you're quite <laughs> oh, deep. you love it. Um, <laughs> but if uh, if you guys are both done uh, talking about, it, I actually want to say something to end this. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Are you guys done? <laughs> yeah. Uh so if anybody is watching and wants to give feedback and suggestions, look at Asmodian's examples. He has four of these done, and a lot of his suggestions are inputted in. This is the way to get things inputted into Daisy. Not only is it polite, but it's constructive and it's well thought out. Tagging Daisy on Twitter with your unfortunate, sad to say, rants or disrespectful like, like tweets cares. telling Daisy to fix stuff or get aggressive isn't going to make Daisy listen to you. This is one of the de decent ways to do it. And look how many things are actually being noticed and actually even if, whether it's coincidence or actually used from this are being put in. So I just want people to realize that this is a nice way of doing things. And this is probably a better way to get noticed when you're trying to give proper feedback. Yes. And that, and that's the main thing. It's like, sure, you can shout and scream. And, you know, in some cases, yeah, it's from a place of love. Kind of. You know, you're passionate about the game and maybe you're frustrated. So it's like, uh, um, but it's... It's it's one of those Making things. Making sure you use that passion correctly. Yes, exactly. Uh, using the feedback tracker, they have completely ignored duping methods for every year. I don't think it's a case they're ignoring it. I think it's a case that they're trying to figure it out. And it's very difficult when you have two to three engines in one. And the network oh, yeah. is terrible. Daisy Hub here said the things. amount of fixed, fixed Daisy cars I see on Twitter. <laughs> oh, Get your bingo cards. Yeah. Let's fucking go. There's got spaggies. What about Xbox fixed cars, dead Xbox? game, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But, oh, uh, to address the whole duping thing, I can count on my hand about five ways to dupe that they've removed in the past, like, you know, uh, two to three years. Just to yeah. let you know, they are working on it. It's not perfect. And we can, for any new viewers, I'd like to make aware, it's like, yes, we talk a lot of positive things about Daisy. And, and, you know, some positive things about BI. But we want to let you know that we are critical of their progress as well. If we think that they messed up, we will openly say they messed up. We'll try and talk about the perspectives a little bit to try and understand the kind of their stance that they've chosen. Like, for example, like going back about the, um, the proxy for the weapons. I don't like it. I think it's ridiculous. I can kind of understand why they've tried to do it, but I think it was a bad move. I think they could have done it in a lot better way, but... I don't have a way or to. Or the broken textures on Xbox. <laughs> oh no, it's 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 a feature, right? It's an unintended game feature. You know, it's, a feature. it's a feature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's um, but it's just one of those things. But again, the feedback tracker it is a good source, and you know maybe if you can get enough people talking about it, you can go for it. But at the end of the day, it's whatever you decide to do. Um, you gotta listen to this. You gotta listen to this. Liquid Earth Launch, I, I hate to cut you off, but he said, people should see, um, people should just see cars as an environmental enemy that only aggroes when you send the driver's seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's like, a, it's like a mimic chest. When you open it, it kills you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, and, and that's the thing. It's like, we we'll love the game, but we know it can be a bit interesting special. let's just say this let's just say that <laughs> interesting and special 
definitely. But, yeah, but sure. I mean, I'm, I, I, I can't wait for the next quality of life list, or heck, even more quality of life stuff. In fact, one thing I do want to leave on that topic with, the binoculars have been resized. Oh, Thank yeah. God two for that. Two by two now. It, it needed it. It absolutely. It was such a joke. <laughs> when it would you know when you have a hardcore player like me who would rather carry a hunting scope than binos, it's broken. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. But yes, that is, for now, all the topics and more that we are discussing this week. Nice. Good show, lad. Good show. It's been absolutely oh, wonderful. Five minutes to spare, too. Five minutes to spare, yes. We, we are under the time. So, yeah, so uh, we, we're trying in with the podcast at the moment. We're trying to aim for a certain amount of time between an hour and a half to two hours. Sometimes we'll go over, sometimes we'll go under. Either way, want to make sure that don't, we don't go on too long for you guys so it's not tiresome or anything like that or we talk on for too long. But it's been an absolutely fantastic show. Absolutely fantastic show with a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot more stuff to talk about next week. And we are in the works to get on our first guest on next Friday. Who is it going to be? No idea. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) We are planning... You'll find out. Click end. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) We are planning on getting a very cool streamer who I love his content. His his attitude, his demeanor is just so positive. It's really, really nice. And he's honestly, he's got a really... He's got a soft, soothing voice. Not going to lie. He really does. You're going to make me blush. (laughs) (laughs) we are are planning on getting Uh, reverend on next friday as our first guest we're in the talks with him right now yes we're we're in the talks with him gonna get everything set up and we shall keep you guys updated but it's gonna be an absolutely fantastic one but we can't just leave right now spotlights can't forget about them spotlight like i did last week (laughs) Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dump, what was your spotlight for this week? Uh, my spotlight this week is going to be on a modder. It looks like a nice person called Zener Christ made a mod called A Cause of Death and it allows you to go up to a player's dead body and it hold the F button to see how they died. It, from what I can tell, it gives you whether they died from a gunshot and stuff like that. It's kind of like a uh, bug, you know, whatever. But I think it's mm-hmm. a really cool thing. The guy allows repacking. Uh, remember, guys, modders are amazing people and make, help make the PC community what it is. Please make sure to show them some love, whether it's a like, a follow, a kind word, or even a donation. Oh, well, that's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's really cool. I, I actually, I kind of want to look into that mod a little bit more. Um, I think it's it'll be really interesting. The stream, nice. if you guys are interested. Hell yeah, my boys. And what about yourself, Lemons? What you got for us this week? Well... Usually, usually I have a specific person that I like okay. to talk about, but this time, I want to shout out the I want to shout out Daisy and the community on console because I can't wait to see all the amazing things that are gonna happen once this one point eighteen gets released to stable, and I've already seen people start doing stuff for console. Mm-hmm. So a lot of big things are in the works, a lot of cool things are in the works, and I just can't wait. And I can't thank Daisy enough for doing this because it's something that we've all wanted. So the fact that they listened, they heard our prayers, they they saw our petition, 
<laughs> they they did it. Yeah, nine hundred signatures. Nine hundred signatures. Like, <laughs> but they listen. They listen, nice. and that's all we can. That's all we can ask for at the end of the day. The fact that they listen to their community. So I really, my heart goes out to them for doing that. But too that's right. my that's my shout out. Too right. Absolutely fantastic. Mine is actually going to be for um, the modders who have been moving from DayZ to Armor Reforger. There's been a lot of voice channels uh, going on, a lot of discussions, a lot of chats been going on the past few days, trying to figure out these new tools, cracking them open, and just really experimenting with them and actually seeing how things have been going. And I've been seeing a lot of interesting things, like somebody decided to put a BTR... Uh, a BTR turret on top of um, one of the uh, the um, the Russian vehicles, which works surprisingly, which is fucking great. I don't understand how they've done that, so I'm gonna have to learn how to do it. Um, but yes, those guys have been doing absolutely fantastic work, and I can't wait to see what we can do. I really can't wait to see what we can do. I just hope that we can make winter ever run. That'd be sweet. And if anybody else steals that idea, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> Absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> Apart from praise, yeah, because Jesus. He's being Christ. modest. He's going to one-up you. I'm going to put snow on the roofs. <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, But yes, so those guys have been absolutely killing it, as always. But you guys have been killing it as well. Don Plemons, you've been doing absolutely fantastic. And our community has as well. Uh, you guys are watching more than ever before, and it's really, really lovely to see. And I've seen a lot of familiar faces, uh, well, names, come in at the chat, talking to us. Seen some really interesting things that, you know, has raised some quite interesting questions that, you know, I, I do want to talk about um, some other time. But for now, we are going to be leaving you guys. It's been absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for coming on. I really, really do appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys same time next week with, hopefully, our good friend, Reverend. Take care, guys. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Until next time, guys. Take it um, easy. Bye-bye, you saucy boys. But yes. And that was it. That was episode 105 of the DayZ podcast. It's been really, really lovely. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming along. I really, really do appreciate it. If you want to support the podcast, go ahead and look, take a look at the Patreon. Uh, we're going to be fleshing out some details to do an after show. We'll announce that when that is going to become more of a thing. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated with that. Um, a lot of stuff been uh, coming up in the pipeline. It's going to be really, really cool. It's going to be really nice to see. And I can't wait for your guys' reaction. Um, we've done a poll recently about the Patreon. People seem to support it. There were some naysayers, but that's kind of okay. That's all right. Um, a lot of outreach for the for the Tuesday stream, which, by the way, was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. We saw some really, really good numbers and some really awesome people come in. And, yeah. And, you know, if there's any more events like that, both for Fort Armory, Forger, or Daisy, we'll be doing the same exact thing. Doing live reactions and stuff like that. If that's something you want to see, let us know. Um... I want to try and work out on some more stuff so you guys can represent the podcast in the 87 point, um, well, the Survivor FM uh, altogether. I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic if you guys could get yourselves 
more involved with that. But we'll keep you guys updated. Thank you, thank you so much for, for coming along, everyone. I really do appreciate it. Much love to every single one of you. And I hope you all have a lovely weekend. Take care of yourselves. Have a good one. Bye-bye.